everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Weekly Kaiju Havoc. I am your host, Cal the Kaiju Guy. So, what's up, everybody? Um, just wanted to go ahead and throw this out there to let you guys know. Uh, the reason I did not post an episode last night was because, you know, it's one of the perks of working for a utility company in that whenever bad weather rolls in and people are without power, you got to work. And so that was me. And we had some bad weather today as well. And so, um, that, you know, so it's, uh, I'm actually had to work a little later than usual and figured I wasn't going to have time to post the episode or anything whenever I got home because I have a 35 minute drive to get home and I've been on the road for about 10 minutes, give or take. And, uh, yeah, so I decided I was going to go ahead and just record while I'm driving. So let's just jump into a few kaiju news. I don't have uh, any of my notes in front of me, so let's just jump into a few kaiju notes and things like that that I've got off the top of my head. We are quickly approaching the premiere of Skull Island, which is going to be the animated Kong series that's going to be on Netflix that is canon to Legendaries the Monsterverse. I'm very much looking forward to it. I cannot wait for it. You know, I'm, I'm hyped about anything Kong-related. I really am. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And so let's talk about some collectibles and stuff that I've gotten here lately. Uh, yesterday, you guys know I had already uh, I told you guys that Haya Toys is uh, redoing a lot of their figures that people missed out on the first time around. And so I have a Rodan pre-ordered and I have a few a few other ones pre-ordered and all that. And I also had a Mothra pre-ordered from 2019's Godzilla King of the Monsters. And it arrived yesterday. So got it. I posted like a, just a little video of me taking it out of the, uh, the shipping box and all that. So it's kind of an unboxing before the unboxing, I guess you could say. And uh, I've gotten to where I like posting those on, on TikTok. I'm trying to become more active on TikTok with the kaiju-related stuff and everything. So if you haven't followed me yet on TikTok, by all means, go do so. I am Cal, the kaiju guy, over there, just like I am on YouTube and Instagram. So, got that in, and I had ordered uh, just two days ago. This isn't kaiju-related, but it is Big Mech-related. I had ordered a mobile suit, a Gundam, yes, yes, I, I, you know, I'm, uh, I, guys, I know, I know, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there, I've been posting a lot on my Instagram and stuff like that, a lot of Gundam-related stuff and everything, and I know maybe some of you guys are like, you know, I didn't sign up for this, I'm here for the traditional tokusatsu and kaiju stuff and things like Ultraman and all that kind of stuff, I get it, I get it, I do, you didn't sign up for it and everything, but in my opinion, Big Mech does go hand-in-hand with Kaiju. And I have talked about before that, you know, as far as on the Kaiju front, I am getting to the point where I'm starting to run kind of... I'm kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel to get get Kaiju-related stuff just to talk about certain movies and everything. I am going to be doing more original content in the future, stuff like my favorite Godzilla designs or... Godzilla's most awesome moments, you know, things like that, or Godzilla's most embarrassing moments, talking about the, you know, the dark days of the Showa era with that one, and, you know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be coming out with more original content like that, but I'm also gonna be, 
you know, still trying to do the movies and everything. But I do need to branch out because I do love doing this podcast. I love, you know, letting you guys hear from me and all that kind of stuff and everything. So I do need to branch out to cover other forms of media and stuff like that. And so since I am a big, massive fan of Gundam and it is Big Mech, we've had Big Mech throw down with kaiju plenty of times over the years you know with uh from mecha godzilla to the jaegers from pacific rim and all that so i'm gonna be covering gundam stuff here and there and if you're not about that i I hope you would at least stick around uh just so you can still hear my kaiju related stuff and if you don't want to hear the gundam stuff you know all i can tell you is to skip the episode or something or you know listen to it you might learn something you know i've had a few listeners already message me asking me things about mobile suits and Gundam, the original series, and all that kind of stuff, and I've explained things to them to the best of my abilities, and I've had multiple people say that they didn't give Gundam a thought throughout the day until they heard my episode and heard how passionate I was about it and heard that I deal with the model kits and all that kind of stuff, and so now they are very much, you know, they've been checking it out, and they've essentially become fans of this new franchise and everything and I hope I can do that with more people and all that so um anywho I had ordered because I am deep into the model kits for mobile suits I I was whenever I was younger a teenager like around the time that Gundam Wing was coming out kind of fell off the map with it didn't really mess with it all that much and then about a year and a half or two years ago I really got back into it and started messing with it again and all that and there are when it comes to those models I can't remember if I've talked about this or not when it comes to those models there are different grades that you can do and so I'm not going to talk about all of them I'm going to talk about just the the main ones obviously the easiest grade to do is one that's just called entry grade um, I have an entry grade. It was of the RX-78-2, the original Gundam from the original series. But they made an Americanized version where it's like the colors are red, white, and blue. And its shield has like the American flag on it and all that kind of stuff. And let's be honest here. I'm a stereotypical American whenever it comes to that stuff. You put the flag on something, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to want to buy it. I mean, that's just that's just me. But... um <clears throat> So I have an entry grade, and I bought Emily an entry grade because she has talked about wanting to, just seeing how passionate I am about it and how much I love doing it. She wants to do at least one. So I did go and get her an entry grade mobile suit so that she could do that. Uh, So that's the easiest ones to do, which is the entry grade. Next up would be the high grade. And from like the high grade ones on the box it'll just say hg stands for high grade and those they're just you know they're the most popular type of model to get like you know they're immediate like intermediate difficulty level like you can figure it out and all that kind of stuff like they're they're not terrible at all in everything you know so i would definitely recommend for anybody to go and get um, high grades, and their scale is 1 144. So they are 144th the size of an actual mobile suit. That translates to about a 5-inch action figure or something like that. 
And so next up, we have something called the real grade, which on the box it says RG. Real grades is just a much more updated version of the high grades. Now, originally, let me trail off here, because before it was master grades was the next, and they are 1-100 scale. So they're a tad bit bigger. They're roughly, you know, a six to seven inch action figure or something like that. And they're much more detailed. Not only are they bigger, but they're much more detailed. They have like an endoskeleton that you build and then put the armor around that and everything. And so that's master grade. And whenever they came out with the real grade, the real grade is essentially the difficulty and detail level of a master grade, but it's the size of a high grade. So instead of being a 1-100 scale, it's a 1-144 scale, just like the high grades. So that's the master grades, and then after that they have the perfect grades, which is, you know, obviously more, much more detailed. And then the one that I just recently got a couple of weeks ago is called the Perfect Grade Unleashed RX-78 II, and it stands roughly about 12 inches tall or something like that. I'm very much looking forward to putting it together, but it's a very detailed kit. It's going to be a massive kit. The box that it comes in is, you know, a little bit bigger than a suitcase. has its own handle and all that kind of stuff, and I'm the kind of guy, like, I belong to a few Facebook groups whenever it comes to Gunpla. Uh, that's what the community is referred to overall, like the Gundam plastic model kits. So Gundam plastic is Gunpla, pretty much. And I belong to a few Facebook groups in this community. And one of the ones, the one I'm most active in is called, that I'm most active in is called Gunpla While Adulting. And it's basically just a lot of people like me that try to build kits and, you know, talk about like what it's like trying to build kits while at the same time trying to do normal things through your adult life, like work or family and stuff like that. Now, a lot of those guys, they say it can take them weeks to build a kit because just depending on your schedule, you know, they'll build, they can just build a little bit at a time and then they've got to, you know, go on with their daily lives and all that kind of stuff. Me, my borderline OCD slash ADHD, which I show symptoms of both, um, but I've never actually been diagnosed with it or tested it for it or anything like that. It doesn't allow me to leave something like that incomplete. I'm the kind of person that like whenever I start on a kit, I'm like, this is what I'm doing today. Or this is what I'm doing for the next hour and a half or two hours, depending on the grade and depending on the scale and all that stuff. So sometimes I'll go three, four weeks in between building a kit but then one day, you know, I'll just come up to Emily and be like, hey, don't book anything for me this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be a model kit building uh, weekend, and I'll knock out four or five. Heck, the day, the morning of my wedding, I built three, and then over like the next three or four days while I was off from work, just, you know, trying to recoup from the wedding, I built like four or five more. I ended up building like eight in less than a week and then I didn't touch touch them again until you know a month and a half later or something like that but anywho 
that's the reason I haven't gotten started on the perfect grade, which uh, or the perfect grade unleashed. Which it's also going to be a thing. Me and my brother are both going to build that. We both want to work on it and everything like so while i'm building a leg he's going to be building a leg while i'm building an arm he's going to be building an arm you know and it's going to go like that because this is it's a very expensive kit it's uh currently online it goes anywhere from like 350 bucks to some places it's got it listed at 400 bucks i got it cheaper than that like that's why i jumped on it like i did but uh yeah so I'm just going to pick a weekend one day and be like, you know, have my brother come over and then just like, all right, we're about to knock this thing out and take care of it. But anywho, all of that aside, tried to talk about the kit that I, that just came in today. It's a master grade. So it's a one, 100 scale and it's of my favorite mobile suit of all time. It's called the RX 93. Uh, I've seen people call it the V Gundam because its little symbol is similar to a V, but then there's also people that I've seen, myself included, that refer to it as the new Gundam because its designation is RX-93NU Gundam, and so people just call it the new Gundam, and it's my favorite suit of all time. It is the suit that is piloted by Amuro, Amuro Ray who is the main character of the original anime. They wrap up completely the original anime in the final climactic showdown between the two rivals from the original anime, Amuro Ray and Shar Aznable, and they both have brand new custom-made suits and everything. And the new Gundam, the RX-93, is the suit that Amuro pilots, and that is my favorite suit. I've got figures of it. I have multiple. I've got a real grade of it, which is a 144th scale. I have a SD model kit of it, which is, you know, kind of looks like a bobblehead kind of, um, of him. Like, I've got numerous things whenever it comes to the new Gundam, because he's, he's honestly my favorite. And I saw Amazon, this one particular place in Amazon, or on Amazon, had a sale for a master grade of it, and for the wedding, I was gifted a uh, Amazon gift card and I'd been wondering what I was going to use it on and so I used it on that and then just paid the difference uh, out of my regular account you know but it arrived today so I can't wait to get home get it look at it and all that kind of stuff and then eventually one day I will sit down to build it and after it's built they have actually add-ons for it to where it comes in with more fin funnels. I'm not going to explain what that is because it'll, it'll just be too difficult. But for anyone who's familiar with the anime or anything, comes in with more fin funnels and all that kind of stuff, like more of a stand to put him on and everything. And it's kind of pricey as well, but it is an add-on specifically for that kit. So I'll probably get it one day just to add a little bit more to him. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to get home and, uh, check him out and all that stuff <clears throat> so um this isn't really kaiju related but it's something that i just wanted to talk about because you guys know that i'm covering like the real kaiju stuff and i did one on gustav the crocodile this saturday coming up i'm doing one on mocha dick which is the white sperm whale that inspired herman melville uh, to create Moby Dick. <clears throat> I want to talk about orcas real quick. 
So you guys know that not this Monday, but next Monday, I'm going to be talking about the documentary called Blackfish, that you can watch it on Hulu if you want. And it talks about the mistreatment of orcas in SeaWorld. And I love orcas. They're one of my favorite animals of all time. Um, in case anyone was wondering, I do not call them killer whales because while it is a much cooler sounding name, they are not part of the whale family. They are actually part of the dolphin family. And so that's why I try to refer to them by their actual name, which is Orca, as opposed to the nickname Killer Whale. But anywho, have you guys been seeing like on TikTok or YouTube or anything like that, the sheer intelligence of Orcas here as of late? I can't exactly remember. I'll probably go in more detail with it um, next Monday whenever I cover Blackfish. Orcas are actually starting to attack, and in some cases, sink fishing boats. Or even just boats that are, you know, I'm not talking about yacht ships and things like that. I'm talking about just, you know, a very small, maybe 20 foot to 30 foot long, like, sailboat or something like that. They are beginning to attack these boats, and they are sinking them. Now, I believe... If I'm remembering correctly, what actually happened was uh, there was a pod of orcas and one of the boats hit like a pup, like one of the baby orcas or something like that. And it caused that particular pod to kind of like view vessels as like, you know, dangerous or something like that, you know. And so whenever they see them, they actually attack them and try to get them out of the area and all that. And they have, like I said, they have, I don't think they sunk any vessels to the point where it went completely down. They have not attacked or killed or eaten any of the humans or anything like that that was on board the vessel. They are just interested in attacking and immobilizing the vessel. Here's the crazy part that shows their intelligence is that there is a group of orcas that apparently is getting quite good at taking care of these little shipping, uh, these little like fishing vessels and all of that kind of stuff. When they encounter other pods, they are teaching other pods the best places to attack the boat to immobilize it like to take out the rudder and stuff like that. And like I, I, you know, I was at work and on my lunch break, my very short lunch break, I'm supposed to take an hour. But like I said, today was busy. We got some bad weather and all that. So my lunch break was actually all of about seven minutes long. I scarfed down my food and just watched a little bit on TikTok while I was eating. But anywho, yeah, I saw this on TikTok and I did, I wasn't able to actually verify it. I did, when I first heard about it a while back, like, I did verify that there are attacks that's happening and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, me, I know some people might think, oh my god, that's terrifying and this and that. I think it's cool. That's just me. I think it's awesome. I love orcas. I'm very much of the mindset of whenever you are out there in the ocean, you are in their territory. So, to me, it's like, you accept the risks whenever you go out there. That's just my, my personal opinion on the matter. And I think it's cool. I think it's really awesome that it shows the intelligence level of these orcas. 
that they're able to they were able to determine that certain ships or boats are a problem they are learning how to immobilize them like it's just you know so many people think whenever they think about like the intelligence level of animals they directly compare them to humans and they think well they're not as smart as us they're not as smart as us in the context of your measuring our intelligence versus their intelligence yes we speak to each other in english and we drive vehicles and we're able to manufacture things and all that yes that is very intelligent but at the same time something like an orca that can pinpoint can see these vessels and say that thing is a problem and figure out how to immobilize it and all that kind of stuff that's like crazy level of intelligence that these things have and like other animals are are capable of like these crazy feats of intelligence let me talk to you for a second okay again i know this isn't kaiju related and i'm going to talk about this kind of stuff like every other monday like <laughs> you know this is the kind of stuff i want to talk about kind of the kind of stuff that i'm into and all that kind of mess so you guys are getting a preview if anything uh today but anywho i cannot remember if it was crows or ravens let me tell you about the intelligence of these doggone things all right they have been observed like if they find a walnut or something like that and they cannot get into the shell they have been observed actually picking up the walnut going to a tree that kind of overhangs over a road and they are smart enough to know that's like i cannot break the shell open to get the nut out of here but those vehicles that are passing by are and so they've been observed to fly into like a branch or something that's over a road drop the nut onto the road so that as vehicles pass by one of them will eventually run over the nut crack it open and then they go down and get the nut or the remnants of it after being run over by a car you know and eat it and if they're still hungry they go get another one and they go back like that is like crazy smart okay i whatever i first found out about that i told one of my friends i said think about like if we lived in an area and we did not know what cars were or anything do you have any idea how probably like how pro long it would probably take a human to figure out well let me just put it on that road and let that big old thing that's coming by let it run it over and then we'll be able to uh get it that way do you have any idea how long it would probably take us to figure that out we'd be over there trying like with sticks and all that kind of stuff hitting it trying to open it up and everything like to me that's just crazy level of intelligence but anywho that that's the kind of stuff that interests me you know so uh, I'm a nerd and I like I like looking at stuff like that so you know don't judge me. But anywho, back to the kaiju related stuff. You know, I say back to the kaiju related stuff off the top of my head. I can't hardly remember. Oh, if you're planning on going to G-Fest this year, I saw that Matt Frank had posted on his Facebook page that artists that do that normally have done artwork of kaiju and stuff like that, they are no longer allowed to sell their art at G-Fest. And the reason for that is, is because of copyright stuff. 
I may be incorrect in this, but the last time I had heard anything, Toho had actually sent to a, a number of conventions that had artists that drew pictures of like Godzilla, Anguirus, Ghidorah, things like that, and would sell them at these conventions. Like, basically they were saying they're going against copyright. Like, that's that's our property, and they're they're drawing pictures of it or whatever, and, it, and like, it, it caused a big old stir. So a lot of conventions have just flat out come out and said, we're not going to allow artists to sell their artwork at our conventions anymore. Matt Frank will be there. Matt Frank is, you know, a very well-known kaiju artist. He's done a lot of work for um, IDW Comics and stuff like that. One of the best artists out there, not just in the kaiju world, but just in, in general. I, I He's in my top three favorite comic book artists of all time. And he's going to be there. Unfortunately, he's not going to be selling any... Um, He's not going to be selling any artwork or anything like that. But he does have a lot of collectibles, things like DVDs and figures and stuff like that, that he's bringing with him that you can buy from him. So if you need any kind of collectible or anything like that and you're looking to get it or anything, you know, just go to his Facebook page or something. You can see it a little bit of what he has for sale. If you're going to be there, go check it out because not only do you might find something that you've been wanting, but then you'll be able to say, I got this from Matt Frank himself. And that's pretty cool, in my opinion. So, you know, there's that. But, alrighty guys, that pretty much does it for uh, everything that I have to say on today's episode. I'm pulling up to the gas station right now to try and get some fuel. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go. And remember that this Saturday we are going to be doing, I'm going to be doing an episode on the white whale that inspired Moby Dick. His name was Mocha Dick, and I cannot wait to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about all of the things that really inspired Moby Dick. I'll do that whenever I actually go to cover Moby Dick itself. And, um... Yeah, I'm so, sorry. I'm I'm kind of out of it right now. I'm I'm, kinda, I'm just they they've got a lot of the gas pumps like uh, cut off and and all that stuff. So kind of confused on where which pump I can get behind and all that. So there's that. But alrighty, guys, we'll catch y'all this Saturday for Mocha Dick. And this is Cal the Kaiju guy signing out.